Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023 and the first Pro Football Doc Sports Injury Central podcast for the year. How long is it going to take before you start writing 2022 on your checks or dates or things? How long does it take you? You still write checks? I was going to say, I don't think I've written a check in like... Oh, that's years. True, huh? <laughs> well, I still write some things because of prescriptions and this, that. Oh, yeah, yeah well, I would assume that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's an occasional check. That's true. You guys don't even write. You guys are cord cutters and you don't have pens in your homes. Well, oh, well, we're journalists, so we have many pens, I would we say. We got a lot yeah. of pens, yeah. but Taylor steals them all, so yeah. it's, it's irrelevant. <laughs> Maybe I have, yeah. I think I just dated myself by saying checks. No, I'll, say, I'll, tell okay. you what, I'll tell you what I happened. I used to write checks and send them in the mail, and then the mail started sucking. Like, uh. So. So I gotta say, I used to work at a grocery store and I was a checker for, and I did all kinds of stuff there and for like five years. And anybody that used a check, first off, you hold my lineup for five minutes, which was yeah. a problem. Number two, you weren't under 60. <laughs> you now, know, now it's probably you weren't under 70. We're, we're, we're off <laughs> yeah. to the rest. I mean, yes. <laughs> my wife handles a lot of the finance stuff and it's a lot electronic, but, mm-hmm. but I think. The, all the electronic stuff, there's a lot of errors. There's it, a lot of errors. Well, it's hard, and it's hacking. hard to keep track of what money's yeah, coming in and going and, out. And, and all yeah, that stuff. and that's yeah. why, I don't know. Maybe. It's unsafe, too. There's a lot of hacking. It's easy to get to that yeah. information. Maybe that's yeah. why I still write checks. I don't know. <laughs> You're a smart man, yeah. <laughs> Cap, or, or, Captain or, Checkdown. Or yeah. I'm, not, I'm not with it, with the times. Anyways. Checkdown, chow. Yep, there yeah, you week, go. <laughs> end of week 17, essentially. This is before the Monday night game, which is a good one. Yes. Buffalo yes. against uh, Cincinnati. Fantastic We can talk about that one. Uh, lots to talk about playoff scenarios kind of showing themselves. Yeah. Um, Jacob's here. Taylor's here. Justin's relegated again to the background. Although, you know, I'm sure jump in. We <laughs> yeah, I'm going to jump in right now real quick. Hey, can you turn your microphone towards you a little bit? Just, just, just angle it, tilt it a little okay. towards you. There voice. you go. Just doing my, doing my job from the shadows. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, go. okay. We're, we're, we're back to red. You don't have like, you know, um, party hats and other things for new uh, streamers. What do you want? You want? I can do blue. What do you want? Confetti. You don't uh, have a confetti? Like Come blue. on. Yeah. Green? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll find it. All right. Whatever. Sure. Uh, yeah, playoff scenarios. I've been trying to wrap my head around it since you asked me. Uh, Bills win tonight, and they have the number, number one seed no matter what happens next week. Uh, yeah, pretty much. They have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. So, Bill Bills went out. They have the number one seed, is my understanding. Correct. Yeah. Right, you're, sorry, you're right. It does matter what happens in Week 18, as long as the Bills take care of business next week against the Patriots. And the Chief, if the Chiefs win, then the Bills go on. But if the Chiefs win, Bills lose in Week 18, then and, Chiefs and, hop them again. And make sure, there are certain, make sure you're keeping up. There are certain <laughs> seeds that matter. In other words, I think it mattered. And that's why with OutKick and our sick picks, we took the Chargers. Right. I think it mattered for the Chargers to get into the fifth seed. Right. Because then they go to either Tennessee or Jacksonville, as opposed to having to travel to Cincinnati, Buffalo, or Kansas City. Right. That's huge. That that's five, six yeah. mattered. Yeah. I don't know that the six, seven seed matter, right? And also, I don't think that much the two, three seed matter in theory. You don't want to be the fourth seed because then that's going against the number one seed, but sometimes seeds matter. And, but especially if the Cowboys end up the five in the NFC. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, look, the speaking of that, and and I think we're going to get to playoff seedings and stuff later. And, and, and you ask why it matters. Well, it matters because the medical stuff, right? And this is why we said early last week, no Derrick Henry, not because of injury, but because of positioning and rest. Right. And obviously no Derrick Henry and the Cowboys easily. Although I think they're a lot happier with Josh Dobbs than Malik Willis coming into the deal. Well, yeah, Malik Willis was going into the season always going to be a two-year project, and they never probably thought that he was going to be able to have to play, but Dobbs obviously is the clear, better option, right? And I find it interesting that they waited a week to put Tannehill on IR, which means if they get lucky and keep winning, it's a week later that Ryan can come back. Two games he missed the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. So you're expecting 100% Derrick Henry this week, Doc? Going to hamper him at all? I'm not expecting Derrick Henry... 100% 100% this week. I'm expecting him 1,000% this ah, week. Wait, wait. <laughs> you took me on a loop there. Come on. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm not saying he never had a hip injury. I'm not saying that people aren't a little banged up this point of the year, but it is a thousand percent that he's playing right. and he's healthy enough and they need to ride him. Uh, it'll be interesting with Josh. Well, half Dobbs. those outs well too, right? Remember their entire offensive line was basically out except one player, uh, Nate Brewer, I believe. Um, they should all, they should all be there. Um, you I think know, the, the defensive issues continue. Though. Those will be there. Yeah. yeah. The, the both quarterbacks are still, you know, out uh, linebacker core is completely decimated. They have a strong safety still dealing with a shoulder. So, I mean, yeah, we got a pre- playoff preview team by team coming and yep. then we'll do a matchup one. the playoff preview of all the teams this week here at sports injury central, SIC score.com. But yeah, we'll, we'll go through that. And, you know, Minnesota is a team that mm, Took some hits. They're, they're a six-core darling now. They're falling <laughs> off a little bit. Yeah, they're two offensive linemen. Uh, center number three, right tackle number two now. That's a big change this late in the season. Right. So we'll see how they do, uh, et cetera. Yeah, we'll have those field views up early in the week. So check sixscore.com for those. You can go by position by position. We'll just uh, touch on some big names for the podcast in the in the interest of time. Uh, Jalen Hurts, there. it's already leaking out that he's expected to be back as as I heard somewhere, I, I don't leak, remember is where. Is it from here? I don't remember <laughs> yeah. where I heard that. Yes. But. Look, I, for the regular listeners, you know we've been saying for a long time that Hertz could have played week 16 and week 17. Not shocked he's playing week 18 and right. why. I don't know. It, it's probably going to work out. But I'll bet the Eagles are a little bit worried now because – Two straight losses, Hurts, yeah. Two straight losses. You know, it's momentum game. And uh, look, the Giants have nothing to play for, so maybe they're going to get lucky. Maybe the Giants will rest, although Brian Dable has said they're not resting. Here's Let me get, get, go through this. Here's the fallacy of resting and not resting. You cannot rest all your starters. There's only 53 players on the team. So you have the inactives, right. the seven that you could, quote, rest, but sometimes those are injured guys, so you're not resting them. Mm-hmm. And this is why we talked about last year, if you re- rewind to the articles of the podcast, the Eagles were brilliant. Their seed was locked up for the playoffs. And so the final week of the season, there was optional COVID testing. So they tested everyone in the building, yep. and you almost hoped to be labeled a close contact or COVID because – once you're on it once, you're exempt for a month, right. which would have kept you safe for the playoffs from an unexpected absence. And it allowed more substitutions. So they rested like roster a, replacements as you does, want. Yes, yeah. but unlimited roster replacements yeah. to rest the guys. And they rested about a dozen players. And the only one that didn't rest, who was that again? Um, was it Fletcher Cox? It was Cox and he played or, or Kelsey. Or Kelsey. 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 Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, yes. it was. He needed one snap. Remember for his record. Yeah. Jason Kelsey for <laughs> yes. his consecutive yes, games record. Correct. <laughs> I was surprised that he was yep. deemed active and not rested and one, one play, snap. one yep. snap, and <laughs> yep. he came out of the game. Absolutely. Had his record. So the Eagles, but the Eagles are doing it again this year resting, but they're playing with fire now. If Dallas wins and the Eagles were to stumble against the Giants, Dallas, Dallas hops them, yeah. has wins the division. Yep. The Eagles become a wild card. Right. And the 49ers are creeping too. They also have 12 wins too. So I mean, the Eagles become the wild card. That's yes. is that that's from a, that's a, from 13 and 1 to from, automatic from buy, yeah. <laughs> first round buy and hosting all playoff games right. to playing the first weekend on the road for all playoff games. That's a massive jump, yeah. That's massive, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, that's crazy. Absolutely. Well, jumping ahead a little bit into the coach speak, but uh, the Sirianni quote from a couple, three days ago, four days ago, whatever it was, uh, on Hertz availability for this last Sunday, week 17, was, uh, it, was a, it was a doozy. So we're still sorting through it. Obviously, Jalen Hurts had a good practice yesterday and went out and looked like he did some things really well. So still going to sort through all those things, haven't decided anything yet. <laughs> I'm guessing they made their decision for this week. You know, it's coach speak. We talk about it all the time. I don't hate on anyone for doing it. Uh, you know, some people hate on Bill Belichick for saying it'll be on the injury report, right? I mean, uh, could I, the, I, I, something about that. I, every time I look at the injury report, that's, I understand why he does it. Cause I get every other person I can be like, oh, he's questionable. He's going to play the, he, he's, he confuses you. That's the whole point. He lists everybody questionable and there's multiple people you think aren't going to play. They play. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's different. It's different styles for different people, right. and uh, yeah, that's that's what 
I think we're here for. Right. Injury analysis, not injury reporting. And right. that's the big difference. You can report what Sirianni said. Correct. What is, how's that going to help you? We're injury analysis. Book it. Jalen Hurts is playing. Here's the deal. Will he play the whole game? I don't know. That's my next question. He's yeah. playing because his SC joint he can play through. Will he? Did they hold him out the two games because now he doesn't need an injection to play? Maybe. Throwing the ball will be a non-issue for the SC joint. Right. Yeah, taking contact could be a small issue running the ball. But you can't sit your starting quarterback for five straight weeks and expect no rust right. for the playoffs. And if they get the bye and they sat him this week, it would be five straight weeks. They were going to play him some anyways just right. to get him some reps and get him back in the thing. Is it only a half? Maybe. It depends. Depends on the game flow and and, so and what happens. How but I guarantee you this, the Cowboy game and the Eagles game will be played at the same time. You can't 100%. do it differently. Yes. You know that's for sure. Yeah. 100% for sure. I guess in theory – you could play the Eagles game first, but then the Dallas Cowboys would know what they have to play for. Right. So you probably no, they're going to play the same time, and that's why the NFL doesn't announce the schedule. They're looking at all the permutations, combinations to have meaningful games, and that actually I think is smart for them uh, for them to do. But now they're playing with fire. Remember, we oh, we're three games out with three to go. We only need one win or one loss, and now it's down to week eighteen. Nitty gritty. Now, well, yeah. well, let me set the scenario before I ask you about Lamar Doc because Bengals win against the Bills and they have the AFC North title. So the Bengals or the Ravens wouldn't have a shot at it. Uh, if they lose against the Bills, they would need to beat the Ravens to get the AFC North title. Lamar's missed four straight weeks. This would be the fifth straight week he'd miss. What are his chances this week? Does it depend on the Bengals, Bengals result? Do, are the Ravens looking at that? Do they want him back anyways and he's not going to be 100% or what? What's, uh, what's the outcome? You know, hard to say for sure because we're not in the building, but I don't think week 18 matters if you look at And here's my logic why. First of all, if Cincinnati wins, it's a done deal. Right. If Cincinnati loses, the Bengals might try and push Lamar to play, but it would be pushing him to play. And here's the deal. The man, we said multi-week injury at least. To me, it's like a grade two PCL. Remember Zeke Elliott with his PCL? He was a little hobbled. Lamar's not a pocket guy. And you need him at as close to 100% as possible if you're going anywhere this year. Is the Ravens' goal to win the division? Not their not their end goal. Not no. as much as the, yeah, the end goal. Yeah. To go somewhere <laughs> right. is the is the, now if winning the division allows you to go somewhere, so be it. The, yeah. But it's the difference of a home game or a road game. Yeah, it's not gonna make that much difference in seating. It it really won't make well what you said about difference. Hertz too, which is gonna be for him. This is gonna be five plus games without playing. Is that do you force him in for a couple? Like I know, is it too much forcing? Is it you're going to have well, to live with the rustiness on the first playoff game? You may have to live with the rustiness, and okay. and, and you know, I think it's hard. Uh, look, I get the theories. I've been actually called by some reporters. I mean, is Lamar taking so long because of this contract and the mm -hmm. shenanigans? Right, it's a fair I'm question. Like, I don't think so. I think he's just a grade two PCL. Okay, um, you know. And I think it's telling he has been DNP for four straight weeks. You don't typically have someone who's DNP for four straight weeks all of a sudden accelerate to FP. And if he really is LP, do you think the Ravens, Ravens play him? I mean, I don't know that they do. They so I'll be FP uh, to, before they put him back on the field and have him be 100% Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Versus risk a setback. They also love to know institutional history. Right. Uh, Rashad Perriman, their former number one draft pick, had a PCL, and his career fizzled out because of that PCL. And they blame he, yeah. he came back early and re-aggravated it and whatever. So yep. there's some institutional memory going on there. So I don't think Lamar plays this week, no matter what happens with the Bengals. Obviously, their decision is easier the other way if if the Bengals win. So looking further down the playoff board, uh, Patriots have a scenario where they win and they're in. They are at Buffalo next week. Uh, Jacoby Myers got hurt on that uh, last touchdown catch, left shoulder. Uh, you said looked like 
one end of the uh, the collarbone, right? <laughs> this depends which so end. This is the other side. Right. Uh, he had previous right. This is left. Correct. I, uh, look, an SC joint like Jalen Hurts is more of a zebra. AC joints are more common. But the way he landed, I think it could be SC again. I think Jacoby plays uh, with an injection any way you look at it. It's interesting here because the Bills, if they win tonight, would it need matter? to win. Oh, they need to they need the second. Yes, yeah. Well, unless Casey loses. Yes, then different. And they'll know if Casey won or lost because it's right. a Saturday game. Uh-huh. So that was a little bit unusual. That, that is they unusual. But I think maybe the schedule makers are assuming Casey will win against Taylor's Raiders. Ouch. Yes. And then um, I wouldn't assume that with Jared Stidham at the helm. He's a superstar, Doc. He saw that. We just need to get him a defense, right? He, he tore up the Niners' defense. So is Casey's defense has stout? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You know me. I don't. Uh, how many times do I have to give the uh, the uh, the the minor league call up? Strikes out the side and does pretty well the first couple. times. He's going through, through the, the second part of the third part of the lineup next game. Don't I mean, worry. Yep. <laughs> yep I now, agree. is it the second time through, the third time through, or the third game? But yeah. there's a reason that's a t- double A pitcher. Yep. And some double A pitchers develop to be very good major league pitchers, but you know, there's a not, reason. Not all of them. Yeah. Exactly. Now, Stidham has an advantage that he's been in the system a it's lot. McDaniel right. system, correct? Yeah. He's been in the system longer than Derek Carr has. Yeah. So it's not shocking that there was this little bump uh, and we've seen some examples of that that's uh cooper rush right been in that system a long time when he stepped in right and he had a good three games what happened in that fourth game yeah yeah <laughs> but that's here good. comes dak that's what happens after yeah. that fourth no, game. exactly yeah we're gonna get into the betting stuff a little later but uh just want to um that saturday game the raiders played the niners last week when it's overtime lost the night the team has played the niners the next week they are they have lost against the spread every time. So we'll see if the Chiefs can keep that streak alive and cover the spread against the Raiders, which they haven't done a majority of the season. So Yeah, that that's great, except I guess my question is, did 49ers go all out? I don't know. <laughs> right? right. I mean, yeah. Overtime game maybe factors, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. It's a good uh, question. Staying on the 49ers, Debo Samuel, speaking of rust, is there any reason to bring him back week 18, couple snaps? High ankle MCL, that was week 14, I believe. I mean, they could if they want to get him a little tester. And, like, here's the thing that I don't know. I mean, I don't know the personality of Debo. I don't know the personality of the team. I mean, the, the reason to bring Debo back might not be Debo. Might be, might be I mean, he's never played with Brock, Brock Purdy, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> hey. <laughs> that ding, might ding. be the reason to bring him back for a, yeah. for a cup of coffee, yeah. right? I mean, if they're not pushing him. Right. If they're not forcing him back, if he's ready or sort of ready, you might do that a little bit for Brock Purdy more than for Debo. Right. Right. But that's, that's an interesting angle that I hadn't, I hadn't realized that he hadn't played Purdy yet. Uh, well, if you were, if you were a 49ers fan, you would have known that. Man, that was me. <laughs> I've been hurt too many times. I, <laughs> that wasn't nice, Doc. I'm, well, I'm, not like, nice? I'm not like Justin where the Packers it's, win and he starts believing again. It's your team. You, you, do you think I can keep straight when all of our quarterbacks got hurt this year? <laughs> that's that's a lot. To, that's a lot of brain space. Speaking of your um, your quarterback, I kind of can. <laughs> your your quarterback had a second surgery. Um, is that expected for Trey Lance? Yeah, it's not uncommon to, okay. to, to yeah. if it's hardware removal and whatever, but right. it still cements that he's not coming back. We knew he wasn't coming back. Right, right. The interesting one is Jimmy G is not on. Was never placed on IR. Correct. Well, they yeah. had an IR game, right? You only have a certain amount of IR. They were a and, lot of people earlier. And he's so. never undergone surgery for that foot. No. Right. It, so uh, uh, just le- waiting for small bones le- to left. heal. No, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, between the two of them, they have they have a healthy leg. So yeah, exactly. No, I <laughs> I think you're right because there's only eight activated off of IR spots right. and I think they're to seven already yeah right? they or were something. very close already yes yeah and, and they the, just did the Kinlaw one which was a big one they needed that so yeah yes. so so that may be why they said we'll just carry Jimmy G and I believe Elijah Mitchell's still on IR and that might be the final one which is what 
they have to use that. That's a key part of their team. One one B of the RBs. So yeah. So I mean, uh, well, he'd be a second time, right? Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but he, he, does, he still him, takes yeah. two slots, though. Yeah, he used exactly. to be out for the season. Remember before, but they changed it. Yeah, if you do two IRs in the same season. Yeah, and and remember with the practice squad call ups now being more flexible. The 53-man roster is not as tight as it used to Correct. be. Correct, yes. You get the day before call-ups, um, et cetera. Uh, staying in the NFC West, uh, Jordan Brooks got confirmed, lost to a torn ACL. He's their leading tackler by like 40 tackles One this year. One of the leading year. tacklers yeah. in the entire league. Yep. Whole league, yep. yeah. Yep. So that's two of their top defenders with Jamal Adams with a torn quad tendon from mid-September. And then Jordan Brooks, they have a path to the playoffs. They beat the Rams, and uh, Detroit beats the Packers. Then the Seahawks are in. Green Bay controls their fate. If they beat the Lions, they're in. Yeah, well, I actually got fooled there a little bit. Uh, didn't get fooled on the injury. It's like we tweeted and we wrote that uh, looks like, you know, right knee ACL tear, even though it was a fairly innocuous play on the sideline. Right. But I got fooled into believing the Jets would come back a little bit in the second half because of that. And yep. They didn't do anything. anything at all. Yep. And, and what that shows you is you talk about how great Mike White did. You talk about how great Jared Stidham did. Mike White, the game is so hard. And you, you miss all this practice time and you're out of rhythm and maybe still hurting a little bit and wearing a flak jacket. He did not play that well. Right. And uh, I thought they'd get sparked up a little bit in the second half with Jordan Books and maybe run the ball and then have a balanced attack. They actually threw more for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Anyways, they're going to have a hell of off season <laughs> talking about Wilson and what to do with him and Mike White. And they don't, I found they don't have it, a high draft I, you, pick. You know why I was mad at the Jets? You know, I was mad at the Jets this week. Here's why. When they were saying that he couldn't play in week 15. Is it 15? Yeah, week 15. Right. We were the only ones to say he ain't playing week 16. It's yeah. a Thursday game that's at the other. Right. But he will play week 17. You know, and we were pretty definitive about it. Right. I'm mad because the Jets announced on Monday last week that Mike White would be the starter and he was cleared. Yep. It was two Mondays for our podcast last week. Yep. I mean, <laughs> can you give us some run on what we're saying? I mean, don't Team Zuzi announce that on Friday, you know, and keep the mystery? But I think there was so much we can't have Zach Wilson pressure yeah. that they just let it out on. On Monday, they didn't even wait till Wednesday for the reports to come but out. See, right? like yeah. teams know on Monday what's right. going to happen. It, it's coach speak. They just don't say it often. They just don't right. say it. Yeah. I mean, Mike Mike Rabel this morning said, "Shocker, Josh Dobbs is going to be the starter." I mean, he right. knew that during the game. We knew watching during the game. That's what was the announcers are even saying. This is he got his job first quarter. They pretty new. Yeah. And and that's what we talked about before the game too. We said this is not the tank. This is for jo- putting in Josh Dobbs. It was, do we have something more than Malik? Yeah, I mean, they do. Yeah. Some, some other option to go yeah. to besides Malik. Yeah. yeah. The key part about Dobbs, who no one knows, he was Jacoby Brissett's backup all season. So he's been in a room. You know, he's under, I know it's, he got to the Titans like eight days before the game. They said he knew like two, three of the offensive linemen name. You know, all of them were out, but regardless, like he, you know, he was oh, I think he knew all their names. <laughs> Come on, the dude's a rocket scientist. Yeah, right. that's, that's fair. He's super, you're right. Uh, uh, what, what about his parents? They, I told you they had a they had a trek to get there, but they didn't look happy. I know. Can we get a smile? <laughs> yeah. Your son was doing well. <laughs> he had to like he had to give him like his spare keys. They had to go pick up his uh, car that was parked in like uh, underneath a garage that was impossible to get to. There's a lot of snow I, everywhere. And then I they drove get it. A cup of coffee and a yeah. Red Bull. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. tired. Yeah. You get a smile out of you. Yeah. I mean, come on. Free your son's doing tickets. Well. Yeah. You know, it's warm a little bit there. Well, now they now they get to go to Jacksonville, so they get some nice Florida weather. That big game against uh, for, for the division. So yes. hopefully they'll be a little bit happier. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they'll do a plane this time, right? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, yeah, whatever. Don't know. I, just, I just like, <laughs> yeah. can we get a smile? I mean, no, they, they look happy. I <laughs> uh, want to get your take on uh, this, Doc. A lot of people on Twitter talking about Ron Rivera not knowing that the commanders could be eliminated with a, with a, a loss and a Green Bay win. I think he talked this morning and he said, he kind of clarified, like, yeah, that was that was my mistake. I just expected us to win, so I wasn't looking at scenarios of us losing. Do coaches know going into a game what exactly needs to transpire? Look. Full disclosure, Coach Rivera, love him, his wife Stephanie, his kids, good man, 
know him pretty well. So, of course, I'm going to defend Ron Rivera. But there's nothing to defend here. This is completely normal if you've ever been in an NFL locker room. This playoff scenario stuff is what? Is what I call TV football. It's not scheme. It's not matchups. It's not one play at a time. Look at the opponent in front of you. Right. Us as fans look at when's the bye? When's the big game against our, you know, uh, rival? Coaches and people in the building look at what's game one. (laughs) The next game is the game. They're not looking typically at seeds and what this means. I've been in an NFL locker room. Players would ask me, what does it mean for the playoff scenario? They wouldn't know. Coaches would not make it a focus. Look, I remember well, this might get me in trouble, but all right, I'll whatever. Shoot, shoot for it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, you no. You, you know, know that. Is gonna tell you. I'm not going to tell you no. <laughs> this week, there was a lot of publicity about electronic devices on the sideline and teams getting fined and this, that, the other. When I was in the NFL, they said no electronic devices on the sideline. We didn't even have those earpieces that they have now. Yeah, AirPods but, are doing yeah. But my point is, I don't think they're AirPods, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they're like security guards. Yeah. They're like security, you know, yeah. doorman security. Thing. Anyways, I was like, no, I need my phone. Because when I send my assistant in x-ray, I need him to communicate with me. Yeah. So I need my phone. So I always had my phone on the side. Because that's a good no, excuse. I didn't yeah. use it for any other purposes. And the other thing is. Ever? You never, ever did. Well, I mean, I used it for the purpose of being a doctor. Yeah. I mean, am I going to sign out to someone else to take calls for yeah, me if yeah. there's a patient? Yeah. Look, it's one thing if I'm in Kansas City and I can't really help them. Right. But if I'm in San Diego. Yeah, I wanted to call me or communicate with me or my assistant to text me what was going on. Right. Now, I would step out of the box to take the call. And that's what they're saying now. You can step out of the box to do they so. They don't want you on the sideline. But at the time, talk on the phone. Yeah. they said no. And I kind of said, well, come on. I mean, <laughs> this is, I mean, I'm not doing anything to cheat or game the system, but for medical health, look, we send someone to the hospital. I don't need to know what they're like or what's happening. I mean, how do you call the hospital to alert them that we're coming? Your excuse is the best one. Like, I couldn't say no to that. <laughs> right? I mean, so I was like, actually, yeah. life or death. If I'm going to break a rule, that's, that's, well, your, it's I'm like patients it first, players right. yes. first. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, I had it on the sideline, but I knew this guy once, hypothetical guy. Like, okay, this is going to get back to Coach Rivera. Coaches want you to play the game, coaches are coaching for the game, coaches are not schedule watching, other game watching, playing out scenarios. Coach Rivera's right. Their goal was to win the game. If we win the game, we don't have to worry about elimination scenarios. It does not surprise me at all that he didn't have all the ducks in a row related to playoff scenarios. That's not his job. His job is to win a game. Look, look at the old Brian Flores thing when he, in theory, was asked to tank. He was trying to win games even though they were out of the playoffs. Their job is to try and win the next game, period. And so it doesn't surprise me. If anything, I'll give Coach Rivera kudos. Kudos for what? For being honest. He could have said, yeah, well, he could have just said, you don't think Coach Rivera is smart enough to say, yeah, we'll analyze all of that and let you know. And let it go. No, now did. that you're yeah, well, yeah. and said he went, oh, we're, I mean. He looked genuine about like. He was genuine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he should be penalized for being genuine. I think that's why the players love him. He's genuine. He's not going to lie that I was scoreboard watching, whatever. I remember there were years, uh, this hypothetical guy, when it really mattered, the scoreboard watch. And it was a simultaneous game. And the coaches at the time were saying, and the team, no electronic, nobody's, look, you know, pregame, we're turning the TVs off and, you know, and and halftime, nobody's this, that, the other. And we needed a team to lose to be alive or something for right. the playoffs. And um, I might have known this guy that players were asking. And uh, this guy would, if the other team was winning and it would eliminate us, was going to keep quiet. But 
if they were losing for extra motivation, it might leak it to the sideline. Okay. Right. <laughs> you said it's motive. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, but you guys know this, okay? I talk often about TV football. I'm not perfect, but in the command center, I'm pretty good at the uh, challenges. Like, what what are they going to roll? Players used to ask me about that on the sidelines. People ask you in the room every Sunday. Yeah. Well, a... <laughs> I mean, I've told this yeah. story before a little bit, but my biggest football cl- look, I don't know schemes. I don't like I right. know basics of football. Okay. I think I know more than the average guy. But you I'm not a coach. There's no way. Yeah. Okay. I don't know all that stuff. But my biggest football compliment ever is someone whose IQ is very high at football. Very smart guy. Doug Flutie absolutely once asked me, What's the call gonna be here? Let's you know, and part of it is like they're concentrating on their task at hand. So right. they're not looking at other things. And that's what Coach Rivera is saying. So I was flattered when Doug asked me once. But players would ask me routinely, what do you think? But that's TV football. I mean, <laughs> believe it or not, you'd be surprised how little football players and coaches watch in their free time. Right. Makes sense. I mean, Patrick Mahomes says, uh, I might watch this game, but it's kind of past my bedtime, Buffalo against Cincinnati tonight. Yeah. And because they watch film, right. they don't watch TV games, they watch film. Right. And when you're studying film, they don't go over why this was or wasn't a touchdown on a challenge. Right. <laughs> or this was, you know, the, 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 you don't get the reference, you get the game film. So it makes sense that they don't know all that. It makes sense to me. Uh, when I heard that from Coach Rivera, I was like, yeah. I shrugged, like, yeah, he's being honest, good on him. And you're the only person I've seen that. That's why I like your opinion that on this, because every people you have fans from commanders that are upset that he didn't know. You have people, NFL fans in general, thinking that he doesn't know the game. There's so many different angles to it. So like that angle I didn't hear. So it's per you know, it's and it's and it, I even I wouldn't even open like you don't even need to be friends with him to know like this. Well, is that's why I gave the a disclaimer, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I would say this about anybody. Right, Every right. coach is like that. And yeah. Coach right. Coach Rivera is honest. And uh, I think he was just expressing honesty there. Oh, we're, I mean, I mean, if anything, I looked at his response to that like extreme disappointment that they lost the game. Absolutely, yeah. that's what he was focused that's on. He, yes, yeah. And, I would. And, and, I want my coach to think about. Oh, if we lose, then this needs to happen. No, you're only thinking about winning. Why am I losing? It? Losing. Coaches players? say yeah, all yeah. the time, "What control? What you can control." Right. When the game will worry about the one rest later. play at a time, yeah. you know, one game at a time, one play at one tackle at a time. One... He's an old school coach. I could see that's what he's. he's but one, that's yeah. actually the majority of yeah, not, coaches okay. instead of scheming and this, that, the other. Right. Let me tell you, I don't want to make this sound bad. It's not bad. Um, we've talked about the Eagles and how they, you know, the look at the gamesmanship yeah. and the scoreboard watching and whatever. Right. I'm not sure that's Nick Sirianni doing that. I think you said, actually, I want to tell you, when you did the COVID stuff, you specifically said it was Howie Roseman. Okay. So I know. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> and look, saying. Howie, uh, if anything, I'm saying what you did with COVID was brilliant. It was cheating. So it's not, no, exactly. it's not talking smack or accusatory. Right. But my bet, based on being in NFL locker room, it's Howie Roseman who's saying, Mm, let's play it safe with Jalen Hurts. It's not worth it. We're okay. Let's do this, that, the other. Let's do. It's yeah. not Sirianni. Sirianni's coaching. Yes. Right. Yes. Sirianni's coaching to win every game. And you know what Sirianni's thing is? Oh, you want to be safe with Jalen? No big deal. Garden Minshew's good. I can coach him up. Yep. We, can, yeah. we can win with Gardner. I mean, that's what he's saying. Absolutely. He's not worried about. Oh shoot! But if we lose this game, or this, that, the other. Yeah, oh, no now, hurts. What are you gonna do? No. Now, now he's that. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't think Sirianni would care if he played Minshew this week. Uh, we're win this game against the Giants. With yes, and we're not going to worry yeah. what Dallas wins or loses over there. We're going to just win our game. I right. mean, yep. that's the way coaches are. Yeah. And uh, what Ron Vera said bothered me not at all. Right. No, for sure. But I get fans. But, uh, I mean, do you really want your coach to look? I'm like schedule watching, whatever. You, and the other thing is, I know coaches preach to players. Control what you can control when you're, and then wouldn't it be a little two faced for him to be schedule watching? Yeah, right. I mean, oh, I, you're right. I, I don't know. I, I I find nothing wrong with it. Remember when he um won a couple uh, a couple weeks ago? Oh, he was talking about. Uh, and you asked me. Yeah. Well, would this the the 
would his decision on Carson Wentz been any different? Would he have stuck with Taylor Heineke if yeah. he knew that they could have been eliminated with a loss? And I would say, no way. He was still trying to win the game. He's yeah. still trying to win the game. That's why he put Carson in there because he saw Taylor Heineke petering out. Yes. Uh, Taylor Heineke has done better than I thought he would. But that's the one time through the line of Kanakai. We were well, uh, I'll give T- Taylor Heineke more credit than that. Okay. He went once through the lineup. He went through the month of April in baseball or the month of May. And now come June players and hitters are catching up to it's summertime. Yeah. Taylor Heineke lasted pretty well this year. He did. He was a starter majority of season last season too. Yeah. Yeah, He, he lasted. And then the last few games though, he's dropped off and that's why they said, okay, let's see what we got with Carson because they're trying to win the game. Right. So I don't think if anything, it would have been more pressure to bring back Carson if there was thoughts of elimination. I think they faced, they figured every game, the way coaches think is every game's an elimination game. Okay, uh, we lost, but we're not eliminated. We got a reprieve, not the other way around. I mean, uh, like, uh, okay, we lost, but it's okay. Coaches don't think that way. Well, let me get your take on uh, something else, a little more injury-based. Uh, the, the, I thought you were going to ask me about Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> the Kayvon Thibodeau sack on Nick Foles. Uh-huh. Body weight falling on him, no flag. Surprise, it's Nick Foles. But Nick Foles is lying there on the ground. Th- Thibodeau does 10 snow angels and looks over as he stands up and gives him, gives him the, oh, just put you to bed. Can I add something to this? So I saw his uh, player, Dector Lawrence, who plays on the D-line, one of their top uh, defensive. He said um, he gave the, the celebration a zero. He said there was no snow. He said it wasn't that good. He said zero out of ten. Now, here, here, here's, here's my. That's thing. what I want to know is what what goes on behind the scenes. Is that a K- conversation with the rookie, Kayvon Thibodeau? I don't know him. Right. He seems like he he's a unique guy. Yeah. And uh, he was at the draft. That was kind of a little character. He, he obviously is very talented. And here's the thing I would say: you almost changed my mind there from my original thought. Yesterday in the in the command center and watching it, I was like, "Wow, no body weight penalty, huh?" That looked like you body weight that, to you me. You said that immediately, right? Yeah. I mean, but uh, and chest, ribs, whatever. Nick Foles, the snow angel. I get the celebration. People, uh, he's probably planning that in his head. I mean, who's that guy on the Texans with the sticky glove yeah, thing? Oh, Jalen Petrie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. rookie. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You think that was spontaneous? He's like, one of these days, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Thibodeau wanted to do the snow angel. I don't think it was spontaneous. He was already doing it before he realized Foles was. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he just started doing it because I'm going to do it. You know, and so I don't know, whatever. And then uh, I did not see what you said, Jacob, that he looked over and then said, put him to sleep. Because that theory theory is taunting. Yeah. If he looked over and said, put him to sleep, that's the flag for taunting. Yeah. So I didn't see that part. I, I just saw the snow. I don't think the rest did either. So, well, that is taunting. That's yeah. the definition. If he looked over, pointed. It's one thing if he looked over, walked away, and he went asleep. But if he looked over, pointed, and sleep, and he went in his direction, that's the definition of taunting. That's why uh, Jair Alexander did the gritty away from uh, from Jay Jettis. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that would, if he did it towards him or looked at him, yeah. he would have been fined or penalized. Uh, for taunting. That was a uh, Petrie's fifth pick this year, actually. So maybe really? he wanted to do that just that day. Oh, yeah. sorry. We got to Petrie. I, I know. Uh, we got to estimate. We got to Tony Reality. Uh, we got to run back to film and get his other, uh, his other interception celebrations. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty good. Interception celebrations. I mean, I mean, I know it went viral. I, I said, <laughs> if that's the fifth, we were in the, the order. We were the dad tweet. We're like, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone believes yeah. that that there's crazy glue that instantaneously sticks to the ball. I mean, that's more preposterous than what I've said about Tom Brady throwing a ball into a jugs machine and having it spit out. Yeah. Or or you took Steph, the cheese yeah. on Steph Curry with <laughs> yes. the five no-look overhead. That's how he hurt his shoulder in too many practices. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's not real, but I thought it was funny and it's pretty good. And I don't know. Twitter needs a sarcasm font. When he get a million holding calls just anytime he touches a jersey. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or, or it's, you just turned on the crazy glue. It, it's you, you know, press coverage on the last game, and then you stick to them. And, yeah. You know. Um, now, uh, obviously, but anyways, um, what was I saying there before we got off on that uh, that track? Anyways, I can I can run us through the uh, futures. Okay. Uh, we're at, we had we had a good week. Uh, 
the outkick the the our published five picks uh we're plus 17 through week 17 knock on wood my goal is to be plus 18 through 18 weeks if we can do that that'd be good that's been the historical average 60 percent. yes yeah and, and that's so, all based on scores so uh let's run through the futures so right now it's at eight and one uh i'll let you guess which ones have hit already Doc. We're, we're at eight and one that's pretty good that's, all right. that's the ones i've mathematically okay. ruled out they're not completely impossible okay. but all right but, let's go through them uh one that lost giants under seven and a half regular season wins sounds <laughs> way gone nine six and one so oh. and 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 I'm sure you'll cover it, but we were on Saquon. Maybe we just weren't on the rest of the Giants. No, <laughs> I'll, even actually, out, so. I'll actually uh, hardline that. We also were on Daniel Jones, all his unders, too. We were on Barkley's over, all Daniel Jones' unders. They're all probably going to hit, but the win total did not. Win total got crushed early, <laughs> yes. right? <laughs> yes. So Daniel Jones, we had under 21 and a half passing touchdowns. He's at 15 with one to play and under 340, 3,450.5 passing yards. He's at... 3,205. So, so he needs he a big game on week 18. With like a 200. Nothing to play for. Something. Yeah. No. <laughs> not going to happen. It might be one of his biggest passing games of the year, too. If it he... <laughs> for sure would be. Yeah. Uh, the two win totals that we cashed already. Chiefs over 10 and a half. Oh, then we took Saquon over, too, right? Yeah. yeah that, that, was, that, was that, that was an early He win. has um, 1,300 yards. Yeah. He's, he's so the Daniel base. Jones ones probably. We already hit the Saquon. The Giants win total. We hit the Correct. touchdowns too. He's not throwing six. He's not throwing six touchdowns. So, yeah. uh, Chiefs to over ten and a half uh, regular season wins and Vikings over nine and a half. So they were they're, they're they both... were the two healthiest teams yeah. going the season, and that's why we promoted those. Yes, right. Um, McCaffrey rushing yards already came through. Uh, we're waiting on Kittle over eight hundred and a half receiving yards. He's at seven thirty six. He's only played thirteen games a season. He has eight touchdowns though. Yeah, he, that one hurt hurt us in the early season with his injury. Yeah, the cat, yeah we'll see. That's issue. that one we might not get. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, another one we didn't get Stafford over four thousand three hundred point yeah. five passing it. yards. Not not really surprised the injury there. Uh, Packers under ten and a half. They're at eight and eight, so that is safe. That was one of our biggest calls in the beginning to say to short the Packers because of their tackle issues. That's and, how we led to the Vikings as well. And, and that's why, I mean, I don't know if you counted in there, but we were saying plus 240 Vikings for to win the division. We got to do a free pick stuff. We'll, we'll count, yeah, yeah. reconcile. Yeah, that, that was a plus 240. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ravens were holding on under 10 and a half regular season wins. That that upset from the uh, the Steelers last night helped They're us 10 out. And six. 10 and upset. 6. It wasn't upset. We picked the Steelers. It was a six score upset. Yes. <laughs> I didn't expect Kenny yes. Pickett to make that play. So yes. that's an upset to me. <laughs> uh, stick with the Ravens Dobbins under 875 so the Ravens are 10 and a half wins they're at 10 they're, yeah they're at 10 so they need to lose against the Bengals next week to, okay. to get that one so that's a 50-50 yeah uh, Dobbins under 875 rushing yards. He's at 520. So that's he, our favorite one. Yeah, that's what that was our favorite one. But boy, he's, made, he's, he's getting close. Team, he's, getting, yeah. he's getting close to it randomly. Yes, I he's agree. getting closer. But <laughs> yes. first part of the season, it was you know, but he's not getting 400 yards or 300 yards. This is the one I think uh, a serious one. This is a secretly I thought was the best one was the Robert Woods under 775. Remember he was going to a new team. He has 487 this year, not even close. And it was an ACL tear that happened in practice. We didn't really have any video. But Josh Dobbs, he can get 300 yards. Yeah, you're right. No, that's it's close, closer than we think yeah. now, right? No, but that was no, just something just <laughs> we just we knew that was going to be you know first year off the ACL tear. We didn't see even you know the significance. New team, you know, it was just it was a bad setup for. Woods yeah, so that that's a good one. Yeah. But the the one I'm at, there never was a Michael Thomas prop. Was oh, there? Michael oh. Thomas and Good Godwin. Godwin. If it was high enough, we would probably still be under that because he's not 100% up there. But the Thomas one, it would have already been won already. Now, now, <laughs> already I got it. so much grief. I remember when I said, now, admittedly, Michael Thomas got a different injury. But just coming into the year, I was like, he's more like, my quote was, he's more likely to be the third receiver on the team than in the top three in the league. Because when he got hurt, he was top three in the league. I was like, he's more likely to be the third receiver on his team than than anywhere not near top three in the league. His last full season, he was seventeen hundred yards. Yep. And obviously, there were no props and whatever. Alave is a clear number one. So it might even be Rashid Shahid second in receiving yards now with Landry's, Landry uh, yeah. injuries trouble. So yeah. yeah. Uh, keep it going down the list. Um, Dalton Schultz needs a touchdown to cash his over. He's at five and a half. 
we had five and a half uh, touchdowns. He's at five. This one, that one upsets me the most because Doc sometimes lets me go on my own, which is like sometimes bad, right? Or more often bad. Maybe. He doesn't like the binary ones. That, that one, I was just like, I convinced. I remember convincing him. And I'm very upset that like. We well, that that, 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 that part, was going that, for it. That yeah. was for two injuries. That was because yes. of Cooper Rush, and then um, his PCL injury did not help us and, as well. And, right. and, yeah. and Schultz's PCL injury. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But that happens, you know. So our two Broncos ones are uh, on the fence, lean towards losing. So that's not really a surprise. The Broncos, look, forget that Broncos. I mean, I had no choice based on where I was drafting Scott Fishbowl, but yeah. uh, and his quarterback dominant league, and uh, the way the scoring was. I mean, I was there was a huge drop off after Russell Wilson. Well, I should have waited. So I mean, Russell Wilson off. was the last guy that that was. Then there was a huge drop off, and I took Russell Wilson, and I made the playoffs, but that killed my season. I yeah, mean, Russell well, and and all the Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy stuff. Yeah, it's, it's week seventeen. The Russell Wilson Albert O stack finally worked out. So, oh yeah, I took Albert O too. <laughs> yeah, 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 that did well. Uh, the 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 Broncos were the big miss. The Sutton prop is not going to hit. Judy, Judy's has a not. Chance. He's not dead. He needs uh, eight catches and. 80 something yards, 80, 80, 83, 83 yards. yards. 83 yeah. yards. Who does Denver play? I have them playing the Chargers. Chargers, uh, the Chargers at, in, Denver. A, Chargers in Denver. Chargers. So, do the Chargers have anything to play for? Do they have to win to, I, to keep that fifth seed? I don't think they do. Yeah, well, we'll I, I'm not 100 percent sure on it's that. The most complicated thing of the year is figuring all that stuff. I know. Out. I, I have. I just have the playoff scenarios. I don't <laughs> yeah. have the seeds yet, Doc. You're, yeah. you're quizzing seeds, me too much. <laughs> uh, now, now here is one thing that coaches do do yeah if they do know if a game is meaningful for them or not in terms of how they rest their players okay when we're going back to talking to coach ron rivera right they do know that but when you're saying all the playoff scenarios if you lost today and then green bay one that you could be eliminated no, they're just concentrating on winning the game. It's so hard enough for us, and we don't have to p- prepare for a game. Well, they're just one. Yeah. So they could find out. But it's not that Ron Rivera couldn't know or wouldn't know. Why does he need to he know? Does it doesn't change anything of his that coaching. He does, He's yeah, coaching right. to win the game. Right. You need to win the game. And uh, so I don't hold them at fault for that at all. But on the other hand, Brandon City and the Chargers will look at it just like Mike Vrabel and the Titans looked at it and said, mm, yeah, this Dallas game is meaningless. We got to win the next one. Right. Uh, kind of deal that coaches will absolutely do. So hopefully fans don't get confused on something that matters versus something that's beyond your control. They're right. two different things. Right. Um, kind of thing. You look at what Aaron Rodgers said. What did he say? Let's just went out and see what happens. He wasn't trying to get involved in all the different shenanigans and the scenarios. Yeah, and they're here. They right. win and they win and they're in. They control the fate, so yeah, yeah they're not worried about the rest of the stuff. Yeah, uh, getting the last three. Ezekiel Elliott over eight hundred and a half rushing yards already hit. Uh, he's at eight sixty six, uh, tied for thirteenth in the league. Pollard's at nine eighty eight. So in- interesting that they both both eight in that offense. Uh-huh. But Zeke Elliott off uh, off the PCL last year, yeah, his we numbers worried, depressed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Burrow could get his tonight over 437, uh, 40,375 and a half. He needs like 116 yards tonight and he has another game to do it. So he's second in the league at passing. Mahomes is 800 yards more than the next person. Yeah, he's our next. Yeah, that's insane. Correct. Wow. With with a game in hand, but know, still, but still, that's <laughs> insane. Well, Burrow should get it. I mean, yes. Knock on wood, barring catastrophic injury. Remember, this is a second year off the ACL. We were saying he already had an insane year with the first year, right? So we'd assume he'd get even better. So Mahomes has already eclipsed five thousand yards. He's going to be the only one to do that this year. That's incredible. So, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and we already talked about the Daniel Jones one, so we're still still hanging on as long as he well, doesn't well, have a two hundred yard game. Why, why don't we take the Patrick Mahomes? Up? No, just kidding. It's not injury based. <laughs> All our things are the healthiest team. So we'll we'll talk about it. It's all injury based stuff. Yes. Yeah. The bro one was last year. People forget that he was dealing with the ACL early on. He was sacked 55 times last year. I don't have his sack numbers on hand, but I'm going to guarantee it's less than 55. Yeah. And and the idea is uh, that, uh, and that's why you based that pick. So, so eight and one was seven to go. So eight and eight could be it, but worst worst case, eight and eight, realistically, we can expect at least 10 and three. And okay. four as toss-ups, so. Good. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And then, so tonight's game, since we're talking about Cincinnati, pretty even. Josh Allen's elbow's a non-issue. Bengals are at 42, by the way. So, yes, like much, much less than last year. 
sacks allowed. And then um, Leo Collins doesn't help though. Yeah, that's that's the, that's big, the point. That's, big that's big the big yes. thing here. Yes. So so offensively, Josh Allen's fine. Uh, Mika Hyde and, and Von Miller defensively are the big ones. Tredavious White's getting better and better every week, a little better off his ACL. We updated six score, but not 100%. Yeah, not 100%. Yeah. Uh, Awuzi, number one corner for the Correct. Bengals, is out. Uh, Sam Hubbard, calf. I don't see how he plays through. Henderson right. is playing through his broken um, wrist. Wrist. Yeah, yeah, with the cast on. He's yes. fine. Mm-hmm. I think here's the big change. Mitch Morris is back for the Bills. Right. From his pro six, center. six concussion. Yes, Sorry, concussion. No, I'm I trying mean, to needle you a little bit. Yeah, no, but I mean, why are people screaming that two after two, even yep. if it's three, that his career is over? Let him decide. One could end your career. I mean, but yeah. Anyways, um, he's had six. Yep. You know, Kenny Pickett had two this year, and he threw that touchdown pass. Primer's had three in two years. Yeah, so. it's. I mean, let him figure it out. But six concussions. He's back today, so that's yep. key for them. Yep. And the Bengals, who have still struggled to protect the quarterback, a more mobile Joe Burrow, 41 still a lot. That's yeah, they, they spent all that money in the offseason getting Kappa, getting Collins, and it that's yeah. when they struggled earlier on yeah. this, the protection. Yep. And no layout Collins at right tackle. He's still MCL. This is the first game without. Yep. So based on that, I would lean towards the Bills, even though they're on the road. I mean, just that one key position, a lot of dominoes fall as a result of it. I know, I know this sounds like whatever, but I'm all about we need to get the Ravens under 10.5, so whatever happens tonight, as long as the Bengals need to beat the Ravens, I'm all for it. Out of all the futures, that's the only one you <laughs> yeah, care about. Less, that's so. the, well, that's a guaranteed win, so <laughs> we just need that. Yeah. Oh, that's, I see. So if the Bengals win tonight... They don't um, need to fight for the division. They don't need to fight for Correct. the division. So yes. you're rooting bills. I'm rooting for, yeah. I'm, I'm for yeah. your okay. scenario. Whatever. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, wanna, I don't. I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue because it's still going to be Tyler Huntley. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I want to slip in uh, one more uh, something Ohio related before we get to beast of the week. Uh, Ohio legalized betting and the first person to place a bet in the state. Philly none, related too. None other than Pete Rose. Philly legend. Come on. Philly legend and Reds, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you know uh, more in Philly or Cincy? <laughs> uh, I, I think it's awesome. I mean, look, the way sports gambling has gone today. Look, I totally get it. If Pete Rose bet against his own team or this, that, the other. Okay, he didn't. Yeah, he was betting. I get the integrity of the game, right? But that's because of the. Black Sox scandal and whatever. I don't know. And, I, and once again, I'm probably biased. Times have changed. Let the man into the Hall of Fame. But I will say this. Right. Major League Baseball will not like that he did that. Not can, at all. can you guess what he bet on? What what uh, wager he put? The Reds, of course. Right? Yeah, to win the series. Yes. What, yeah. 2023 it was, World a, it was just a yeah, not, not ceremonial look, bet. Yeah. Not a good I, bet. I, I, <laughs> look, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm going I'm to be fair on this, okay? Yeah. I've met Pete Rose. I've chatted with him actually had a dinner not just me it was a big dinner with some people and and my and uh he's a reasonable guy and uh i will say this though major league baseball will not look kindly on him doing this pete you gotta understand when pete rose is playing i think that relationship's done anyways but well that's probably true but but there's been some chatter of come on come on but this will like this will shut it down again down again um because you have to, I feel bad for the guy. If he were in this era, he'd be a gazillionaire and retired, but he didn't make all that money. I mean, that's why he does card signings and right. dinners and speaking and this, right. that, the other. That's how the man makes a living, you know? So I got to respect that. He also that. had tax evasion as well. So he's got to pay for some penalties, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. John, Johnny Bench is still doing commercials. So yeah. I mean, well, Johnny Bench is, yeah. Man, but yeah. So uh, the other reason I'm gonna be nice to Pete when we were at this little thing, there was a um, some uh, phone charger and it came in very handy because my phone was dying. I guess there was some promotional thing, his phone charger, and he had signed. You know, it was a picture of him sliding head first. There's a little space where he signed it. And, I never uh, knew that was a real signature when I first met you for like years. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Yeah, you, you, told me, have you told me like a year oh, ago, I'd like, oh, that's too, a real yeah. signature. I was like, what? And I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Anyone around yeah. the office? Seen it, I've seen it everywhere. Oh no, because I like I've just out of convenience used it. You as got my... your house? It's just sitting around charging. And, and, and because it also has like an iPhone and the yes, other, it's the, the different cords. Yep. And the kids would always 
charge their iPad, this stuff with it, even though I have an Android. And they'd always go, can I have your slider guy? That's what they call it, your slider guy, because <laughs> it was a head first slider. That's great. I lost it. Oh, is that why I haven't seen it? I haven't seen it in a couple of weeks. I lost it because yes. I was at a hotel and I plugged it in. Oh, no. And when I checked out, it was still plugged in the wall. Jeez. Oh, so I don't and no, have and my. And no one will know that that's a real I, signature, too. I don't have my slider guy. So, Pete, oh. I need another slider guy for the kids. I, I backed yes. you up on the bet thing here. No, <laughs> there you he's, go. He's, yep. he's fine to, to each his own. Uh, and it's an interesting thing. You saw Miles Austin suspended indefinitely. For yes. betting, yes. Now that one, the only thing is, he did it from the Jets facility. Yeah, yeah. That's they found the IP address. That's, that's a little egregious. Yeah. Can I say something though? I was actually looking at him. His um, dad is a degenerate gambler, so like he's grew up with that. So I don't, I don't mind him. I, that's my dad was too. Guess why I do it too. But <laughs> I wouldn't. That doesn't seem smart to be doing it when they track the IP address of where you're placing bets. So. Not ideal. I think it's interesting. Think that. I, I think it's interesting <laughs> yeah. that the NFL is so all powerful. I mean that they can just go to the bet houses and say, "Give me the info," right. and they turn it over. Right. <laughs> yeah. well, no one says no to the NFL, right? I mean, they're so powerful. Well, it's right? part of their contract, right? They, they're you got to keep track of our employees, right? Make sure they're not doing anything on your stuff. So that's an interesting deal. Yeah. All right, getting the beast of the week. I got my nomination. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers punter Jake Camarda. Uh, I don't know if you guys all saw the play, uh, but there's the the one he buffs the punt and he everyone's coming after him. He gets around the edge and kicks it rugby style. And there's already someone who leaked down and he downs it at two, but there was too many people that leaked out, so the penalty got called back. But punters are athletes too. These guys, these guys are world class class athletes, even though no. all they do is kick. No, no, here okay. First of all, okay. I'm not going to go with that one at all. And I'll tell you why. He's it's, against he's against it. I'm against that because <laughs> not because it's a punter, but you have to understand when I first came in the NFL, our punter was Darren Bennett. Darren Bennett played Aussie Rules football for yes. like two decades before he came here. And I remember him clotheslining people on the sideline, tackling <laughs> people. Darren Bennett at NFL Aussie is his Twitter handle was a beast not to mention which literally one time his knees were so jacked he had a meniscus popping out of place like he would get down to hold for john carney he couldn't get up <laughs> and i'd have to go on the field to help him up but he's like do that thing you do when you like twist my knee it like puts things back in place so literally after every field goal attempt because he was the holder uh, don't ask me what happened if it was a muff because he couldn't have got gotten up he gets <laughs> down he couldn't get up i had to go on the field lay him down and like maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> he did that for a whole game. It was ridiculous. And he That's still gross. played. He punted everything. So I, I can't give it to that punter. But here's my question. It's legal. And, and we need a referee to chime in here. And here I just said, I kind of know rules, TV, football. And here's a rule I don't know, obviously. And I didn't see the whole circumstances of the play. But I did say when you guys said you got called for an illegal thing, I said, it's not illegal to punt. You can punt anytime you want behind the line of scrimmage, ahead of the line of scrimmage. You can punt anytime you want. But if you kick it, it goes to the other team. I mean, those are the rugby roots. So it's not wrongly kicked it when he was beyond the, beyond, beyond the line of scrimmage. But I don't know the rule of like, if it's a muff like that in that formation, I mean, so you can't have anyone downfield in a pass pattern and then kick the ball? Because I thought he was I, fine. Everybody first was like, oh, he's not allowed to do that. But we were like, he's well, allowed to kick anywhere. It's it just, was like a number 40. So I think it was an interior lineman who leaked down the field. It was a lineman. It was a lineman. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know it was a – okay, so I guess you're saying a lineman can't be Correct. downfield. Okay, the, the that's coverage right. guys, okay. yeah. And the okay, the coverage guys, guys are yes. down. Okay. No, it, was one of the, okay. it was one of the linemen that rushed down. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I would have allowed it. Right? Speak, speaking of linemen. Okay, let me ask you this question. Then. Yeah. Let's say it's fourth and 40 – and he runs 30 yards, and the linemen are there blocking for him. He realizes he's not going to get there. Then he kicks it. Is it a legal man downfield? Because he hasn't kicked. Well, is it because they're the 30 kick? yards downfield? Or you had it'd have to be right. Or, or does everyone just have to stay in the line of scrimmage and he's on his own when he starts to run? That's what they want. Sounds like I don't know, <laughs> right? No, sounds, it sounds like baseball where you need to like invent a new rule to for some scenario that's never happened. No, you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 40 yards is an exaggeration. Right, right, but let's right. say it's it's uh it's, it's 25 yards, 20 yards. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's, it's fourth and 15. Right. And you run 10 yards down the field and you realize you're not going to get there. Then you kick it. 
well, your linemen are 10 yards down the field, your illegal man downfield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a coach speak for you. Our favorite John Harbaugh and Lamar just came out. They asked if he expects a practice week. He said, I don't know. <laughs> Quote unquote. <laughs> you, want, you want a translation? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah, ask me. I'll be yeah, John Harbaugh. Yeah, 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 I'll okay. be John Harbaugh. All right. But ask me. Do you expect uh, Lamar Jackson to uh, practice this week? Are you kidding me? I don't want to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what he's saying. <laughs> I mean, because if it were yes, he would start saying it. Yeah. I think the answer is no. It is. I don't want to tell you. Why are you asking me that question? Yeah. Right. So was that a good translation? That was good. You're okay. good. Now your next head coach. We need the bubble. Now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not harping on Coach Harbaugh at all. It's coach speak. It's, so we're, it's coach yeah, speak. We're interpreting Coach does. speak. Yep. It's interesting, though. He has a total co- different coach speak style than, than Brother Jim. Yeah. Jim's very open about stuff. Or He just doesn't play. He doesn't yeah. do as much misdirection. Right. right. I don't believe. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's your, it's your style, yeah. right? There's nothing wrong with Might it. Might be not as smart as his brother either. Maybe. Who's not as smart? I think John's smarter than Jim. Oh. I know who wants to seem smarter. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I got. I like Jim. Yeah. Oh, I like uh, Jim too. I know Jim pretty well. Yeah. I've never met John, so yeah. I can't. Compare. I used to watch his Stanford teams when my mom works. I so. love. Yeah, yeah. I got you. You don't say stuff like it's "tougher than a two-dollar steak" if you're trying to seem smart. So that's, <laughs> Jim, Jim doesn't care. <laughs> Jim doesn't care. He that's doesn't correct. Care. That's, that's Jim oh, does yes, not yes. care. Yes, he does that care. is correct. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you there. Yeah, Jimmy's awesome. I yeah. get. I got no, some Jimmy he's stories. He's a character. I, I like him. Yeah. When do the NFL co- head, head coaching rumors start for him? Is he, they he started said, already. already he now. They're now. Once, yeah. once he lost the game, he they're, exactly. they're they started already, yeah. right? I saw exactly. something. Denver reached out. Yeah. Or this, that, the other. Is it a time now? At Michigan, their people are starting to peter. So, like, it might be time. You know. Unless he wants to recruit more, but I think he's happy in college. He didn't. He was seemed stressed the whole time he was running the Niners. And he I don't loved, know. He, he was trying he to was, get into he his was happy, head too he much. Was happy at yeah. Stanford. I went to yeah. all those games. He's happy in yeah. Michigan, yeah. so I don't know. I, it'd take a it'd take quite the offer to pry him. That's my personal theory. But yeah, I don't know. I, as much as I just said, I know Jimmy pretty well. Whenever I haven't talked to him in a little bit, so I right. don't know uh, per se where his mindset is now. I mean, I don't think it's about the money. Right. I mean, I mean, Priam, it's not about the money. It's going to be where he's going to be happy, where he feels like he's wanted. He's going to need control. The, the, the money's there in both places. Yeah. I mean, more in Michigan, maybe. Right. Right. In Michigan, he has more freedom. Yep. Okay. Less people asking questions. He's got more <laughs> so, freedom. Yeah. I mean, he can do his crazy things that he wants to do. And no one asks, especially when he's winning, no one asks why. Right. Um, well, one, one, sorry to interrupt, but one I didn't think of is uh, he'd probably have some insight on Teddy Bridgewater and his, his dislocated pinky and how important that is to throw because he dislocated multiple fingers if you look at his hand, shaking hands with people. Yeah, I mean, I talked with Rich Gannon about that this morning and I was more like, it's a pinky, half the quarterbacks don't even put it on the ball. Hasselbeck, remember, went right in the and, backyard and, and do it a little bit. And, uh, yeah. and I was surprised. I should have brought up that Hasselbeck example, but I didn't feel it was right. It's it's Rich's thing and, and show, and he has me on twice a week. And and he said, oh, it's a bigger deal than you think. He even said to me, Doc, uh, let me ask this question. How would you do performing an ACL if I cut your pinky finger off? <laughs> so I don't think he was happy with my... He didn't like that. No, <laughs> we're, no we're good. Uh, but I forgot to bring up to him, and it probably wouldn't have been fair, because here's NFL MVP, and like Matt Hasselbeck is great, but you know he's not an well, NFL well, MVP. But I remember talking about that. I don't remember it was to who, which player it was. Maybe you guys remember saying you don't really need a pinky finger to throw a football. And I remember the tweet from Matt Hasselbeck saying, I "Thought that you're talking to Brady Quinn." Oh, Brady. Yeah, uh, I was talking to Brady. Yeah, Brady Quinn. Quinn on Twitter. Yeah, and then he, and Quinn said something, and then Hasselbeck quote tweeted on it. He's like, "I just ran back in my backyard and tried it." So. And and and. Yeah, he literally said at halftime he went in his backyard <laughs> yes. practice throwing a football. And yeah, uh, yeah, I guess you don't need your pinky finger. <laughs> That's what he said. It was funny. Yeah, that was good. I was like, all right. I think you and Quinn were just saying stuff about it. And then he just jumped on it. He's like, wait, let me try it out. But, was that, was yeah. that Burrow late last season? It, w- it was someone. I think it, w- it was. It was Maybe. somebody else. I think it was Burrow. Yeah. yeah. Now, I love Matt Hasselbeck. I'm lucky enough to meet him. And he's, I mean, I don't know. We don't need to get into that story. I, he's been on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've run long enough. To all right. Head to uh, sixcore.com for all the latest, uh, especially ahead of these big week 18 playoff scenario matchups. Oh, oh I'll, so. I'll give you the quick piece of the week here. There you go. Blaine Gabbert. 
at first I was like, okay, it's not a football play. But he, to, he, yeah, we don't he, like to not injure. He, he and yeah, his yeah. brother yes. saved the guy. At first I was like, it's the middle of the season. What are you doing out in the water? Doesn't the sun go down at five o'clock? How many yeah. hours are you working here? I was like being a hater. Then I realized, first of all, it's during the holiday break. Yes. His brothers are in from out of town. He's showing them around after practice. And he did a good deed. So more power to Blaine Gabbert. Absolutely. And I'm sorry for saying or initial thought of what are you doing? How do you have time to be out on the water during the season? Uh, it's, it's my, what are you doing, Blaine? It's my bad. He's yeah. taking his brothers out. Good deed. They're visiting. He's human. Good on him. He helped. And, and the way that he did it, uh, he talked about it like, hey, I, I just happened to be there. We, you know, it was the fire and rescue that did it all. Very classy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was a big move. All right. Thanks for listening and watching for the holiday New Year's Day, sort of, day after New Year's Day, holiday edition, Pro Football Doc Podcast, college football today. No more Thursday football. No couple, more Monday football. A couple Saturdays again. Every yeah. Saturday is football until the conference championships. That's right. true. Every Saturday is now football, NFL. Okay. All right. Thanks for watching and listening. Go to sportsinjurycentral.sicscore.com.